let's talk about areas to invest, yeah? Because I think this is really important. And I think the, the, the thing for me is, you know, whatever happens, there's still going to be opportunities. And I think that's one of the keys here. You know, look, I would love to say that, yeah, just go out and buy whatever. But I don't think that's the case anymore. I think the trend now in the UK is that the towns, the fundamentals just aren't there. There's not the money getting spent. There's not the change, you know, fundamentals. It's just not a functioning market anymore. So you've got to be really, really careful. Now, sure, if you're just going for a cheapy, cheapy, best yields, you know, um, you know, strategy, fine. You know, okay, go out of that cheapy, cheapy stuff. But certainly, you know, I like to have both. I like to have the yield and I like to have the capital growth potential. Um, because yes, you know, you may go, well, I'm making this much and I'll pay my property off in 10 years, you know, but you're going to pay it off in 25 years. Well, actually, yeah, I am, but then I could probably sell it because capital growth, you know. So it depends on your strategy. And, you know, you can, if you want to know about strategy, chat to the team. You can go to gladfish.com forward slash portfolio dash management, you know, book a portfolio strategy meeting with the team and they can go through whatever, you know, the current market strategy, all that. So... Where should we invest? I am a big, and you know, if you look at where we're sourcing now, and I'm being really, really pig-headed about this, even to the point of where you know some clients are like, well, you know, I don't want to buy in those areas because I want something cheap, you know, and I'm like, I'm not going to source in that area because I know the, the quality of the stuff, you know. Um, but you know, London, London always, you know, if we do go into this, it bounces back the quickest, you know, because it has the best fundamentals. There's huge amounts of money, regeneration getting spent. There's all sorts of stuff like that. And I think that's really key and really essential with this. Look, so there's that element. There's the other element, which is Manchester, Birmingham, you know, Liverpool, those sort of places, you know, which are your major cities. And I always say major cities with universities. Okay. One of the things I'm interested in, not interested, one of the things I'm really impressed with is back in 2012, okay, when I first moved to Singapore, um, we were talking about London being the world city. London being a world city, it still is. But now Manchester and also Birmingham have both been added to that list, yeah? And and to a degree, Liverpool, but not as much Liverpool, okay? Um, you know, so so those areas, you've got to be, you know, you've still got to be careful. And the other side of this, so there's the area you want to invest, but there's the type of developer you want to invest with and the type of, you know, if you've got an existing property, fine, you know, get it inspected, make sure you get rid of all the problems, you know, and, and you know of those before you invest. If you're talking about new build, go with your proven developers that have got a track record of experience and do your diligence. And if you do that, you should be relatively fine. Yeah, um, you know you can negotiate now, but obviously you know some developers are you know a bit confident. But the one good thing about this whole thing is that with the relaxation of the planning um, things, what's actually happened is lots and lots of sites now are being bought out and getting converted to properties that are in the town centers. So the town centers are gonna change from where, you know, high streets were desolate, you know, boarded up and all that sort of stuff. Now it's there's, there'll be a you know a renaissance, if you like, of the high street. Not in retail, yeah, retail's moved out. Yeah, now it's all about, you know, distribution to get to the, the where people live quicker, you know. And that's part of what Amazon, you know, and their success is. But certainly in the high street, what's happening now is a lot of those commercial buildings are getting converted to residential through permitted development. So the government is relaxing the rules, but you know what, this is the stupid thing is, the relaxation of the rules isn't actually in such a way whereby that you know you still have to go through and meet various requirements. It's not as simple. I think people think with permitted development and with developing now, it's like they've relaxed the rules. Oh yeah, we're just gonna go and 
to build whatever we want. No, you still have to meet minimum requirements, fire standards, building standards, you know, codes, all this sort of stuff. You still have to meet all of that stuff. Yeah, it just means that you don't necessarily have to go through the the whole process of a full planning application. Okay, so there's still a lot to do. You know, it's not an easy process. And you know, this is where I find some of these weekend warriors. And what I mean by that is these guys that go along and think I'm going to become a property developer. I'll send a weekend course, and now I'm a property developer. Let me go and find a property. And you know, and they just think it's easy, and it's not. So. You've got to be careful with a lot of those developers that are just starting out because even if they're on their first or second or third, they may not have learned the lessons and they probably haven't lived through, you know, the ups and downs of the cycles and the fact that, you know, look, one of the interesting things is, look, bottom line is what we're going to see is this, yeah? Right now, lots and lots of permitted development happening. Yeah, lots and lots of sites getting snapped up, snapped up, snapped up. Now, what happens is they then put in the architect, they get it all done, and now they start building it, yeah? So what happens when they start building it? When all these people start building new homes, all of a sudden there's a labor shortage because guess what we did with Brexit? And guess what we did with immigration? All the cheap labor went back to Europe. And so now what's gonna happen is build costs are gonna go up. And a lot of those builders won't have accounted for that. And they won't you know, have allowed a margin enough for that. And then potentially they'll either decrease the quality of their stuff, you know, which means you end up with a crappy property or they just will go bust and somebody else will have to take it over and build it out, you know? So, but then what will happen is then you'll have all these come to the market and that market will then drive things up. But, you know, that's a good functioning market and you expect that, okay? Um, and, you know, so for me, the market actually is functioning really well. You know, it's, yes, there was some, some pent up demand. Yes, there's some stamp duty stuff, but the stamp duty stuff, it will end and the market will continue. And I don't think we're going to see 30% drops like some people say. Um, you know, I just don't. Now, interesting, Ritz just, Ritesh has just written, you know, should I expect 10 to 20% discounts? I don't think so. I mean, I think if a couple of the worst case things hit, we go back into lockdown, construction sites, are, you know, and it gets really bad and we don't find a vaccine, you know, well into next year, then potentially, yeah, there will be some desperate, you know, things. But I think we're likely to sit around, like where we are now is probably the 5 to 10%, um, you know, is what you can realistically expect. Um, and I think that's where it's going to sit because most developers are happy to sit at that. You know, they, before Brexit or, or during Brexit, they were selling at this level. And so actually now, I mean, they've been selling at that level. Now, sure, it's slowed down for a little while, but for the most part, they haven't needed to give away the big discounts. And we're not seeing that, which, you know, is actually, you know, I think a good thing, you know. So, guys, any other questions? So that, that's, that's my hope. That's, uh, the, you know, a bit of a summary for today. Um, or for this month, look, you know, what do I think? What do I think? I think right now things are looking pretty good when they could have been absolutely a shambles, yeah? And I think that realistically is we had austerity followed by Brexit, and then all of a sudden we had, you know, a new government come in that said, no, you know what, now we're going to spend money. Now, originally they said that without the coronavirus being there, so there's been a lot of money spent on coronavirus, but they've still maintained their commitment and their willingness and you know to actually keep doing that which is great news okay so i think that's absolutely essential you know and i think that's where we have to really um you know count our blessings for that thing because i think really that will see us through now will we hit a lot of people saying oh but then we'll get into the you know um the winter period and things will drop off yeah they will but that's normal that's the market 
you know, they do drop off. So I think that's one of the keys too, is we will see this spring bounce, this August, you know, massive, you know, jump, that's gonna wane now. But don't think that's a wane because of coronavirus or anything else. That happens every year, you know. November, December, January are always dead, you know. February, you know, even into February a little bit, it starts to pick up again. But, you know, it's not until realistically March, April, where things now go and we have the spring bounce, okay? So, guys, hopefully that gives you a bit of a, uh, you know, indication of where the property market is and my thoughts for this uh, month, month of September. And, um, you know, we'll watch, we'll watch the uh, news, you know, and the, the stats that come out, you know, on consumer spending, on redundancies, on unemployment and all these sort of things and keep you up to date. Uh, but yeah, any other questions, you know, post them in the chat and I'm happy to answer them.